0: Welcome or welcome back to Freedom Slay Podcast. If you want to know what it takes to be at the top of your game, like really at the top of your game, this episode's for you. You're going to have a chance to listen to and learn from Raquel Smith. Raquel is known for being Beyonce's stylist and helping her to achieve some of her hottest looks. But what many may not know is that she's also a motivational speaker and an entrepreneur who's shaken things up with the cutest luxury sunglass line, Kid Rock, creating matching pairs for kids and their parents. The story behind this is an interesting one and Raquel shares exactly how Beyonce inspired this entrepreneurial venture along with what it's really taken to get it off the ground. What I really love about Raquel is that not only is she switched on and on her game, she's incredibly tenacious, high vibing and really just a big go-gatter. I think you're going to be inspired by this one for sure. She went from working at the post office to the scenes of your favorite music videos and there are lessons that she learned along the way that you need to hear. Before we dive into it, though, I want to quickly share a recent review left for the podcast. I appreciate you for tuning in each and every week, and I absolutely love knowing you're getting value from it by reading your reviews. Larita 3L Fitness wrote, Freedom Slay is a great asset for all business owners. Gainette provides a vast amount of information and great perspectives from entrepreneurs in various industries. It's encouraging and inspiring. Thank you so much Larita, and I know you're going to find Raquel's insight on this episode both encouraging and inspiring as well. So without further ado let me introduce you to Raquel Smith of Kid Rock.
1: Welcome Ooh. Raquel I'm excited to have you on. Well thank you for having me. This is an amazing <laughs> opportunity to be reading Slate podcast. Thank you for also having me as well. I know you you were working at the post
0: office when you decided to head to college and pursue a career in fashion. You ended up working for Nautica, and there was a whole story that took place after that. So can you tell us a bit about all of that,
1: a little background on you? Well, yes, of course. I started out working out in the post office, and I was making good money. I love money. And then (laughs) all of a sudden, I just realized that this was not for me. So I, I, I had to figure it out. So each day as I left work, I would go home and go to the, my drawing board and try to write down things to figure out where I want to go in my life. So I ended up figuring out it was fashion, but I wasn't quite sure exactly what area of fashion, but I knew it was fashion. So I went back to my supervisor and I told him, I said, do you have any opportunities at the post office to allow me to work here part time and also to college, and he came back and told me no, and he said I got to pick between the post office or college. So I left. <laughs> so <laughs> I, so all right, so I left the post office, and I pursued my career in fashion. And once I finished my degree in fashion design and marketing, I had to find an internship. So I applied for L.A. and New York. Just so happened, New York called me back first. So I picked up packed up everything, moved to New York, and started interning at Nordica. And I loved it. I interned at every department possible because I was still trying to figure out what area of fashion I wanted to be in. So that's how I ended up with Nordica. I interned, then I worked my way up in the company and became a freelancer. Then I moved up and they gave me a full-time position there. So that's how I ended up at Nordica.
0: Awesome. And I heard you say that you moved, you packed up and headed to New York. So where did you grow up? What
1: jo- is- In Georgia.
0: Okay. From Atlanta, Georgia. Awesome.
1: Yeah. And yes.
0: I, I love Atlanta. I was there. Actually, that was my last trip before Rona came and took over everything. Like, come on. So I know, uh, right? <laughs> Rona's ruined all my trips. But I remember reading a story about your persistence to work as an intern at House of Darion. And I just thought that was such a cool story. That tenacity is something that a lot of successful entrepreneurs really have to have. They naturally
1: have. True. So can you tell us a bit about that? Okay, so with me working at Nautica for a time, I decided in my internship, I enjoy PR, public relations, because I had the opportunity to put fashion shows together for Nautica. So I was like, you know what? I like styling. So I went back to school, FIT in New York, and took up styling. I loved it. So again, I had to find another internship. So on my lunch break from Nautica, I sat at Central Park and I was going through the WWD magazine, and it just so happened Beyonce was starting her clothing line with her mom, House of Darion. So I was like, you know, what are the chances of me lunching? you know, getting this opportunity to work at House of Darion as as an intern? So I went back to my colleagues at Nordica and I told them, well, you know, I was thinking, they was like, go for it. So the next day on my lunch break, I called House of Darion and I, you know, I was asking, did they need any interns? Because they was just starting up. So I figured they would. And they told me no. So I didn't give up. I said, okay, let me figure this out. Let me try this again. So I went back the next day on my lunch break at Nautica. <laughs> and I called House of Darion again and I asked them, did they need interns? They told me no again. I said, wait a minute, man, I gotta figure this out because they just started a new company. So everybody loves interns and we work for free, you know, and that's what they love about us. So I said, let me figure this out. So I went back to the drawing board. I said, let me speak to the person who's in charge of, you know, the intern, hiring the interns. And um, Mm -hmm. once I found out who she was, I went and did my research on her. Then I called back and I was like, you know, I called out her name and I told her about her versus me saying, are you looking for an intern? So once I told the young lady who was in charge of hiring interns about herself and, you know, I showed interest and let her know I was following her and her fashion career, she told me I could come in for an interview. So that's why I was persistent because I was like, you got to need an intern. And I was I was determined <laughs> to get in there. So that third try, I got into House of Darion and I just worked my, I worked my butt off every day. Still working at Nordica full time now. So Nautica allowed me to work there and Intern at the house of Darion. So I was very thankful for that. It was just a train right away. So I interned, worked really hard and just learned everything I could possibly learn. And then all of a sudden one day, Beyonce, Beyonce and her mother walked through the doors of the office. So I was like, oh my God, this is really real. I am here because I never expected, you know, to see them. I was an intern, mm-hmm. you know, just working <laughs> focused, trying to mind my business, do what i was supposed to do. And when they walked through the door, uh, Miss Tina said she wanted to see me in the back. I was like, oh my God, what did I do wrong now? And <laughs> I just I just I just started sweating because I was like, Did I do something wrong? Why did they why they did you know, just didn't tell me that. But anyhow, I went to the back, sat in the office with her and Beyonce, and Miss Tina just really spoke highly of me. So I was really surprised of that because I don't know. I just was thinking I had did something wrong. But she just said she heard a lot of good things from me from the creative director of the, of the company, of company of Derrion. And it just so happened. She introduced herself. Beyonce introduced herself. And she was saying Beyonce was getting ready to get busy and asked me, would I like to be a part of the styling team as an assistant at the time? And I was like, oh, my God. In my mind, I was like, oh, my God. Is this really going on right now? So she was like, do you want to be a part of the styling team for Beyonce? I said, like, let me think about it. That's okay. I'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to think about it. I, I had to break the ice because I was so, you know, nervous. Was, mm-hmm. I was like, I, that was totally unexpected. So <laughs> I had to break the ice that way. And I, I accepted the styling assistant position with them and, you know, and the rest, the rest is, history. is history. Like they say, <laughs> right? Much. And it's it's a few things in there
0: I want to ask about. So to begin with, you called three times and so many people, yeah, so many people would have gave up after that first time and they would have felt defeated. Like what was it in your mind or in your heart or in your gut that just said, try again, try again. We'll be back after a quick break. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration.
1: I was determined. Mm -hmm. I was so determined to make this happen because I felt like it was for me. Because what are the chances of me going through WWE magazine and I was searching for an internship and here I see House just started their, the company so I was like it, I just felt like it was for me mm-hmm. so it I was felt aligned yeah yeah I just felt like everything was flowing and i was determined to get in there and i wasn't gonna stop and what do you think you were doing as an intern that really caught that creative director's attention where they're like
0: oh no uh, uh-uh. we she, this girl's special we need her to help on something even bigger
1: because I, I never complained about doing anything they asked me to do i was on time and also i worked full-time and i left my full time to come work as an intern and i, I worked so many long hours every day I just never complained. I did what I had to do. I minded my business and I just stayed in my lane. And And I never, I never had the attitude about anything. I never once complained. I Mm -hmm. did what they asked me to do. And I always would go beyond what they would ask me to do. Mm -hmm. And And I kept it authentic. I kept it authentic. And I just kept, you know, I just, I was just being my Mm -hmm. genuine self.
0: That attitude though is something that really pushed you forward, really, that can-do yes. attitude. So that's right. also, I love it. And thank you. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. You had an IG post here and how working with Beyoncé inspired you to begin your luxury eyewear collection. So can you tell us a bit about how she inspired you and how that all came about? Okay.
1: So with me, styling Beyoncé. As her longtime stylist, one day, I pulled some cool sunglasses for her. She tried them on, and she loved them. And then her beautiful daughter, Blue, Blue Ivy, she tried the glasses on as well. So I was like, in my head, my job is to make sure she's happy. And for her to have a matching eyewear for her and her for blue, I thought that would be cute. Because Blue was just dancing around in the sunglasses. So I was like, and B was just smiling. So I was like, oh, okay, let me, let me figure this out. So I called the designer and I was like, can you please make me a pair of this same style, but for blue and a smaller spec? They told me it was going to take three months, Jeez. four months to make one pair of sunglasses that's smaller, same design. I was like, oh my God, this is, um, this is different because we're so used to, our turnaround time for her is real quick, a day yeah. or two, and no longer long? than um." No longer than a week, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I was like, three <laughs> to four
0: months? I did said, you Ooh. did you hear me say Beyonce in blue? Like did you miss something? Right. And then I'm
1: like, <laughs> okay, maybe let me re- let me ask you one more time. So I was like, okay, let me figure this out because I don't like to let her down. And I felt like I let her down because she was so excited, you know, about the glasses and blue being happy. So I was like, man, I said, let me figure this out myself. So I was like, okay, let me go to the drawing board. So I just started sketching and, you know, coming up with ideas. And I said, you know what? I can do this myself. So I did my research on, you know, eyewear for kids and I tried to see what was out there. And I seen it wasn't enough matching styles for mommy and me and daddy and me concepts. So that's how I ended up doing Kid Rock. Because mm-hmm. I felt it was a niche out there that was missing, and I felt like I could do it. Mm-hmm. I just got that go. I just got that go getter attitude. Spirit, I love it seriously. And seriously. I love a challenge. I love a challenge. And I, if I feel like I could do it, I'ma try, and I'ma do my best at it. So mm-hmm. that's how I came up with Kid Rock, and that's how Beyonce inspired me because I felt it was a niche, and I said I can do it.
0: Mm-hmm. And I'm sure even seeing her as an entrepreneur as well, just like a go-gatter doing the thing. She's yeah. like, I could do this. Like just having that inspiration around. And not only did you not see the matching like line, not many matching kid and mom and kid and right. dad eyeglasses. Yours is just way cuter, if we're being honest thank as well, you. right? Th- so thank, you like, so wow, like, thank you so
1: much. Thank you for your like, You could go
0: in, I mean, you could go in and you see the Ray-Bans and
1: stuff and you're like, nah, okay. You know, but then you, you know, look at yours, you're like, they're cute. Thank you. <laughs> Because, you know, the kids today are so different now. You uh-huh. know, they want to look like mommy and daddy and auntie and uncle. They want to be cool, too. So I was like, you know, with me having a five-year-old, my son Caleb, he's into fashion, too. So when I get dressed, I put on my sunglasses. When he get dressed, he look for his sunglasses. I don't have anything <laughs> for him, to, you know, that's as cool as mine. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with that inspired, you know, my son and Beyonce, that's how I came up with Kid Rock. Oh, I love
0: it! Rock. Exactly, and I remember. I also read that like your dad well called you rock as well, right? That's my and name. that's yeah, yeah, your nickname, and so it just came together, and it just feels so solid like a rock. So it I is, absolutely they, love they,
1: it. Oh, that was perfect! I solid like, I as that, a, that's rock. a rock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it all just it just it just flowing. Mm-hmm. And it just feels so right. So take us behind the scenes then, because
0: it's one thing, you know, to see the parent and kid line, you know, thinking about it and, but to see it come to life is a completely different thing. So what was right. the behind the scenes process like, you know, to begin such a wicked adventure? wickeds what we say in Bermuda, which means, uh. right? So... <laughs> I'm in Canada, but I'm Bermudian. So okay. like such a such a wicked adventure where you're like, okay, I'm creating this. Like, what, what did that look like? Who do you have to contact? Not the names, obviously, you don't have to give us the behind the scenes right. like that. But how did that all come to life? It was kind of, I'm gonna be,
1: I'm very authentic. It was very, I was very nervous at the beginning because, you know, mm-hmm. I'm into fashion. I wear a whole different ball game. So I was a little nervous because I was like, where do I start? But I was, I'm so thankful to have friends that's already in the eyewear game, who's Mm -hmm. been in it for years. And I could call them and ask them a 1,001 questions, no matter what time of the day or night, they would guide me along the way. Mm -hmm. And and it's a learning process, a lot of research. It was very, mm, it was very stressful. And but my friends are very supportive and said, you know, I could do this. So, behind the scenes of this, there's a lot of not sleeping, trying mm-hmm. to make sure you get the right information because it can be tricky when you don't know. You know, people only gonna give so much information. It's like you got to fill out the rest of it yourself. Mm-hmm. So, I'm getting through it. I, I, I am, but behind the scenes, I'm sweating and I'm not sleeping a lot. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's so crazy because i have a friend who just designed like her own sunglasses a couple months ago. last year i yes. she came up with her first line and she's a designer she does like clothing and stuff mostly but she has okay. these lines and it's funny just this morning she sent me a whatsapp she's like i don't even know what sleep is and it's funny now right. that you said it so clearly yeah. it's something
1: with it yeah and what is sleep i mean because i'm constantly just mm-hmm. trying to figure it out every day i'm trying to figure it out but it it, it comes to you
0: yeah, it's great that you have friends as well behind the scenes that can give you that right. insider exactly piece as well as the research because a lot of people get into it and they want to create these businesses, but they also don't want to do the leg work. They don't want to do the research it takes to find out who's the best manufacturer or how you get something to you and you know what materials and what should it look like. Do you create them and draw them yourself? Like all the pieces, they don't it's really want to do it.
1: But you have to do it. If you want mm-hmm. it to be successful and if you want it done the way that you want it to your expectation, you gotta put in that lead work. There ain't no questions about it. And I'm mm-hmm. very hands-on with mine. Mm-hmm. I can, I can I'm very thankful for that. I want to mm-hmm. know everything. All the things. That, Tell me the screw you're putting it in. in. <laughs> Why are you putting that screw in? What, what's wrong with the other screw? I ask a <laughs> lot of questions because I want to know my product. I want to know if someone asks me something, I want to have the right answer. Mm-hmm. I don't want to have to scramble for it. You know, I just want to I want to know myself.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's also going to make sure that yours is the, you know, the best product that can come out because you've had your hands on it from the very beginning.
1: Uh And it's my business and I should know my business. Mm It's like your baby. (laughs) Yeah, it's my baby. So I'm birthing it. So Uh I'm going to keep going with it. So when did you
0: start? Like what year did you, like when you started from the time where Blue needed those sunglasses to know? Like how long has it been?
1: 2017.
0: Okay. So it's pretty brand new.
1: That's exciting. Yeah. 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 And it's going pretty fast. So I'm excited about everything I am, but yeah, I started in 2017.
0: That's awesome. And have you had any challenges when it came to the designing or sourcing or manufacturing or anything else to bring your vision to fruition?
1: Mm, My challenge I would say is trying to talk to manufacturers that are overseas Mm -hmm. because when I'm up, they're asleep. And when they're asleep, I'm a, you know you know yep. what I'm trying to say so trying to just communicate on a regular and keep everything on schedule That I think that's my most challenging part of the whole eyewear designing process but with the manufacturers I was just so lucky like I said I have friends that's in the industry mm-hmm. and they gave me so many names and it just so happened in New York we had the Vision Expo that's at the Javis Center mm-hmm. half of the manufacturers came to New York i got to meet all of them listen everything's in alignment (laughs) for you (laughs) so i got to meet them so i just had to select once i had my interview with them who i wanted to work with and you know i swear everything that's flowing for me i'm very thankful for it all but Mm -hmm. yeah when i met with them I, i i found the manufacturer who i really wanted to deal with and we've been doing good ever since and they're very helpful, friendly. They mm-hmm. give me what I want. They explain yeah. everything to me. I ask a lot of questions and they're there.
0: As you should, right. Yeah, right. I love it. I'm creating a product now. I'm doing menstrual carbs, uh, So I'm not putting this okay. in an interview. So this is okay. just a random piece. But yeah, okay. I get talking to manufacturers in different places and then yeah. you know, different times. Make sure,
1: make sure the uh-huh. language barrier is good. That's Listen. Good. Well, I'm getting well, important. that was the thing.
0: It was so frustrating that I ended up moving manufacturing to the US. Yeah. So now everything's being done here. Oh yeah. okay. <laughs> Good congrats. Thank you. Okay, so what you actually heard was a little small bit of some side talk we were having that I've been cutting out of the podcast. And we started to get into manufacturers and things like that, that obviously we can't share her manufacturers or words from or anything like that on the podcast. Some stuff's just private, right? But I did mention, you heard me say this part isn't for the podcast. I mentioned me creating a product. And that I hadn't shared it yet, but I have since the recording. It has been shared. And that's that I'm coming out with a menstrual cup called Best Period with a T. So you can find that on Instagram. If you're curious to follow along on the journey and watch your product-based business grow from scratch, you can follow me at best. Period with a T, P E R I O D T. Let's get back into this interview.
1: So, what, <laughs> advice, what
0: advice would you give to someone who's looking to start a product based business?
1: I would say do your research. Mm-hmm. That's important.
0: Mm-hmm. Believe,
1: believe in yourself, believe in your product, know what you want, and don't sell it for less. Be persistent in what you believe in, and don't let no one try to downgrade you or change your mind. Mm-hmm. and what you want. Um if you have friends that's in the business that you're in or even just have business knowledge more than you, talk to them. Mm-hmm. You know, talk to as many good resources that you have that are honest and loyal that want to see you win. Keep your circle small, but ask questions. Just know what you want to go for. it
0: mm-hmm. I really I love that. I so many things you said just now. So I love that you said <laughs> Don't let them downgrade you, right? Like sometimes we have right. these big visions and these big goals, and sometimes it may be too big for other people's views, exactly. it's not their vision. So we can't right. expect them to understand, but exactly. we don't have to settle as a result. So I right. love that. And also not being afraid to ask those questions from people who are in your circle, you know? That's right. Ask questions. hmm Absolutely, I absolutely love it. So, where do you see Raquel and Kit Rock in the next year or five years in you know the business?
1: I see Kit Rock being global. Mm-hmm. We're, gonna t- we're gonna be global. It's not just gonna be in the U.S. I want it to be worldwide
0: mm-hmm. for
1: everybody because it's sunglasses. They're fun. They're fashionable, and they're inspirational too. So mm-hmm. I want to not I want to inspire as many people as I can, but in a cool way. Because when you put on Kid Rock, I want I want you to know you can do something. Whatever your goals are in life, because inside of my sunglasses I have an inspirational quote: "Always believe in yourself." I love it. So it no matter if you're a kid or an adult, adults we have to be inspired too. So I just want to be be known to be cool, fashionable with a cool product and inspirational worldwide. And we're gonna hopefully have our own freestanding stores of care. You will, you will. I see it. <laughs> you will, you so haven't let it. anything Thank stop you. you up
0: until this point. So you definitely right. aren't gonna have any problems going forward. Awesome. Thank and you so much. You're welcome. It's one question I always love to ask at the end of every single interview. And that is what does freedom mean to you?
1: Freedom means to me being in control, having the power to make decisions, without answering to anyone, doing what you want to do, doing what you love and having no regrets about it. As long as it's benefiting you, helping you to grow and whatever you're trying to do in life. Mm
0: -hmm. That's what freedom means to me. Yes. No regrets. That part. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you so much for hopping on the podcast, Raquel. Of Absolutely
1: love chatting with you. Thank you for having me, Freedom Slate Podcast. Thank you so much. <laughs> so, there you go. You heard from
0: Raquel Smith, founder of Kid Rock. And if you're listening to this interview and you're like, I want to get matching sunglasses for me and my kid listen go to kidrock.com so that's k-i-d as in child right kid k-i-d-r-a-q.com kidrock and i'll put the link for her website in the show notes and you can also find her over on instagram at official kidrock so o-f-f-i-c-i-a-l-k-i-d-r-a-q and again i'll put that link below in the show notes as well and she also has a personal page if you'd like to follow her there raquel's personal page is raq ten ten. so if you want to follow her there you can as well. Again, all of this is going to be in the show notes and you can check out her cool sunglasses. I hope you learned a ton. And if you learned anything from this podcast or you enjoyed listening to this podcast, take a screenshot and take us over on Instagram or shoot me a message and let me know you enjoyed it. Or better yet, leave a review for the podcast. That's always appreciated. <laughs> Chat next time. Okay, okay. I see you, Freedom Slayer. You stayed through to the end, which tells me that you likely enjoyed this episode. Listen, if you haven't already, do your sister a favor by heading on over to the iTunes store to leave a review for the podcast. It'll help others like you find a benefit from it. And look, it also helps with the rankings. Hashtag transparent AF. I appreciate you.